Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to learn something new about baseball, it's a great idea to subscribe to The Athletic and read the work of Eno Saras, who joins us now with Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker, and Eno is on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, sir. Great to have you with us on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start with this. As you look at the the big picture in baseball, we don't expect that the Cardinals are going to be significant players in free agency because of the limitations placed on them financially by not having fans in the stands. Is your belief that baseball will be like that in general, or are there going to be multiple teams that are willing to spend in free agency? Uh, well, you know, the, the, the word is that there'll be some teams that'll be aggressive. The Mets certainly just got a new owner and they're going to want to spend a little bit of money to make that team better. I heard the delicious idea the other day that they would get both JT Real Muto and George Springer, the two top, uh, free agents in the market. But, um, getting one of them like Real Muto, I think makes a lot of sense for the Mets. There might be other couple teams that are at the at the point that they want to spend, like the White Sox and the Blue Jays. But I think just generally, front offices are risk averse, and right now, without knowing exactly how many fans can be in the seats next year and exactly how much income they'll have and how you know that fits in with their losses this year, I think most teams will be trying to pinch pennies. Um, I think there's been already some example of that. I know that Colton Wong most gets most of his value on defense, and so. Teams don't always value that the right way uh, or, or don't value defense as much as offense. So I guess you could say that makes sense to, to, to drop that option. Uh, but somebody like Brad Hand, a, a closer who's been there for three, four years and been a great closer, um, no team in baseball picked up his one-year $10 million contract. So that seems a little weird to me. Um, and I think that's a sign that there's definitely going to be some penny pitching going on. You know, you had a great piece up at The Athletic about intriguing free agents in baseball this offseason. And one of the names you mentioned was Jack Peterson. And that's someone that has sparked the interest of a lot of people here in St. Louis. So how coveted do you think Jack Peterson will be on the market? And can you see the Cardinals as a fit for him? I, you know, Kylie McDaniel over at ESPN had uh, contract predictions. And he said that 30 out of the top 50 would be on one-year deals. And I, I tend to agree with him. I think there might be a ton of one-year deals as, as players say, hey, you know what, hopefully it'll be more normal next year. Let me just take this one-year deal and, and get back out on the market next year. And so I think Jock's going to be in that one-year that range. And I think that might be a great fit uh, for the Cardinals. You know, you've got uh, Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader both swinging from the right side. Um, and Tyler O'Neill grades really well by the advanced defensive staff. I don't know how people that see him play every day, what they think of him defensively. Uh, but I think with some sort of figure, figuring out uh, center field, you could have Jock Peterson play a lot um, against right-handers. 
and figure out how to play Tyler O'Neill and Harrison Bader after that. Um, and I think that would be worth like one year, seven million, one year, eight million. Um, and I think, you know, you don't always have to get a star to make a lineup better. Sometimes you can just make, you know, lengthen a little bit in the middle. And when you look at what Tampa Bay did, when you look at the way the Dodgers have succeeded over the years, platooning is not a bad thing. And the Cardinals have not been one of the teams that's really gotten involved. But I'm with you. If you had a platoon in left of Peterson and O'Neill, I think that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And if you, uh, if you like, saw Jock Peterson's stats from the last year and, and, and thought that was some decline, um, the stat cast stats, the, the under the under the hood stats about how hard he hit the ball or how often he barreled the ball were just in line with the rest of his career. And over his career, he's been a top twenty-five bat against right-handed pitchers. I think that's exactly um, what they could use in, in, in St. Louis. You know, you had another great piece at the Athletic that I really enjoyed reading last night about pitchers using extra grip substance on the ball and how prevalent this is in baseball. The headline on the piece even says that almost everyone in baseball is using something. So can you explain that to our listeners, what that process is like uh, for pitchers to be using that extra substance? And is is baseball going to work to eradicate this or do you think it's something that they should just accept if it's so widely used? Well, you know, what's, what's happening is with the, the rise of the, the machines, they're throwing in front of these machines that are tracking their data all the time. And what, they, what we know is that pine tar increases spin rate. So what's happening is that pitchers are applying sort of pine tar, but also all sorts of other substances to, the, to their fingers to get better grip on the ball, to increase their spin and get more movement. And they have all these tracking machines so they can see immediately which one works. And so they're doing stuff with like uh, cooking down Coca-Cola and, and, and taking like Sprite because it's clear. And, um, and, and the biggest one, and this is the reason why I think baseball is kind of, uh, from my sources, kind of throwing up their hands and saying enforcement is impossible. One of the one biggest ones is sunscreen and rosin. And you can't ban sunscreen. So... You know, like, and you give them rosin at the thing. So all they have to do is sort of combine two ingredients that are unbannable, and they get some grip and get some spin and and, and uh, change the path of the ball. So um, I think that what's going to happen is something like along the lines of what's happened in softball um, is give them a substance that they can use, like sort of have a, a grip substance that the league approves. Um, and I think that's where we're headed. One of the other things you can do is change the ball. But the problem is the ball has been kind of changing over time over the last five years. And so baseball has gotten a lot of grief about it. And if they change the ball too much and lose all the home runs, we could have a game with a lot of strikeouts and no home runs. And I don't think anybody wants that. Eno Saras of The Athletic with us on 101 ESPN. And Eno, one of the famous photos in St. Louis Cardinals recent memory is of the ball actually sticking to Yadier Molina's <laughs> chest protector. That yeah. was funny. It was just a fluke. It just happened. But I wanted to ask you about Yadi because obviously we we have a, a warm, passionate view of Yadier Molina and his fit with the Cardinals. You are more detached. You take a cooler-headed view of it. How important do you think Yadier Molina is to this ball club, and how important do you think it is for the Cardinals to bring him back? You know, at this stage of his career, I think he's also probably in that sort of one-year deal territory, and so I think it's an absolute fit that they need to do. And one of the things that, you know, I kind of base my analysis on the numbers, 
Um, and so there's a big argument, is he in the Hall of Fame or not? You know, does he, uh, does he have enough war or whatever? And for, in fact, for catchers, I don't think that war captures um, their impact very well. And one thing I can point to is that we didn't know, used to know that framing, we didn't know how to put numbers on framing. Then we figured it out, and then Yachty got a lot better. You know? And uh, there's game calling. We don't know how to put a number on that. I'm pretty sure Yadi Molina is really good at that. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you add uh, some bonus points for game calling and for framing and for these intangibles, uh, I think Yadi's absolutely in for me. So, um, you know, Hall of Fame catcher is going to go into the Hall of Fame with, the, with uh, your team's logo on his cap. I, I think you bring him back. Same question, you know, but for Adam Wainwright, the Cardinals have not one but two difficult decisions to make out of guys who have pretty strong legacies here in St. Louis. I think I would just hope if I was St. Louis that the market uh, wasn't producing uh, great deals for them. I think at the ages that they're at um, and the way the market will be, I think they'll, they'll, all, they'll come back. I think if, those, if they get something like Jock, Adam, and Yachty and hope for some growth from Dylan Carlson and maybe some of the young pitchers, I think you know, that they'll call it a day and they'll have spent uh, you know, 15 to $18 million or something. And uh, it may not uh, feel like a big deal, but... Um, it'll be meaningful. It'll be good to bring those guys back. Eno Saris, great stuff. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. That's Eno Saris from The Athletic. You can, of course, read his work at theathletic.com and follow him on Twitter at Eno, E-N-O-S-A-R-R-I-S. Coming up, we're going to head back to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and Notre Dame running back Vianney product. Kyron Williams will join Michelle and Randy on 101 ESPN.